Ben's feeling a little under the weather, so Ben, if you just want to sit this one out, you know that's okay. No, 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 I'm I'm not going to miss this one for the world. I'll host the show myself. No, oh, you can not, do it all by yourself. That's not going to happen. It's I I really wanted to do this one. It's uh, one I've been looking forward to doing for a long <laughs> Power time. Power through. Power through. Yes. But yes, sexy women. I'm I'm very excited about this uh, this topic. Um, yes. Sir. We have plenty to talk about. Yes. Oh, Neil also brought up a very good point uh, earlier this week about uh, Wonder Woman is back in her classic costume again. I know. Ooh, yes. I know. It's awesome. I'm so happy because I didn't want to see emo uh, Wonder Woman, you know, in the leather, whatever the hell she was wearing. Well, Wonder Woman, the thing is, I, I don't get is this. Wonder Woman is celebrated as a very strong feminine figure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people complain, oh, she's wearing a swimsuit with a breastplate and all that. But every time someone tries to muck up with the Wonder Woman formula, it just gets it just gets women readers more mad. Yeah. It's well, like, well, like yeah. A, uh, yeah, I get I get why. I mean, I, it's like well, she's she wears that costume because she's just proud of her physique and her body. Part of Wonder Woman is she is an Amazon and she wants to show off. You know, I'm strong. I'm one of the guys. And if you look at what the other, what the guys in the DC universe are wearing, uh, they don't leave much to the imagination themselves. That's true, but it's it's just really funny because you know Danny Elfman or or Danny, what's his name? There was a editor <laughs> in DC Comics in the '80s named Danny something. Mm-hmm. Or, and what he did was he depowered Wonder Woman and made her just use karate. <laughs> and that pissed off a lot of female readers back then. That that would that would piss me off too. It's like, oh, wh- what? She can only do karate. You know, she's like your lead female character in the DC universe. She's like almost on the pedestal with uh with Superman. What's really funny is the uh, the writer who did that thought he was doing the character a favor by showing that she doesn't need to have super strength to be str- strong, and that just made people yeah more upset. It was kind of amusing. But well, you know. You know what I find funny is that uh, the people who I get into the biggest arguments with over this are usually men. What they, about? It's usually, it's usually the guys who are like, oh, I can't take her seriously if she's wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> she's got no – I literally talked to someone on, on like DeviantArt this week before, before the new cover came out. And he's like, she's got no armor. I'm like, what armor? She lives <laughs> in a universe where everyone wears spandex. <laughs> Yeah, well, she's got a breastplate. That's armor, right? Yeah, yeah she's got she's she's got the uh, she's got the bracers. Uh, yeah, yeah bracers, can... and she's got boots. Boots are armor. I've played enough RPGs to know that. <laughs> yes, plus five. Yes, and also the more naked a woman is, the more powerful she is until she's completely naked. Those are the it, rules of anime. Except for uh, except for that Adam Warren comic. Well, yeah. What was it, empowered where? The warrior costume gets torn, the weaker she gets. Oh yeah, well, the that that's not that's that's Western comics. I'm talking about anime of here. Well, it, Adam Warren sort of blends the forties. Uh, yeah, he, the, yeah, he, he does. He, he did does. dirty pair. He did dirty pair after all. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his dirty pair. <laughs> don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Actually, I don't think I've ever heard anyone get up in arms about Wonder Woman's costume, you know, that I knew personally. I so, recommended. Um, what? Go ahead. 
Okay, I actually recommend to Neil that he do the same thing to Adasian that that Wally Wood did to Power Girl, and he said no. <laughs> I'm okay with the B cup, you know. <laughs> B cups are fine. A cups are yeah. fine. All cups are fine. Hmm. They're all cups. Yes. Well, let's get this show started, okay? Let's see here. Okay. Uh, what's the uh, language limit on this? Uh. I, I oh, say, we, we I blew s- it out of the water last week, I think. Okay, yeah, cool. I, said, I, said, right, fuck, I said fuck a couple yeah. times. All right. Well, I'll, All right. I'll try to keep it to a minimum, but I'll... Mm. I promise. Okay. All right, okay, yeah, well. Once again, welcome again to Animation Aficionados. Uh, this week we'll be talking about uh, sexy animation characters. Uh, we are once again joined by Neil. Who disrupts my coronation? And we, of course, also have a very special guest, uh... Uh, can I call you a uh, Kara or Kitty Hawk? Which would you prefer? Kitty Hawk. Okay, Kitty Hawk. We have Kitty Hawk. Hey, hello. All right, and uh, female characters in animation and their sexiness is a very big topic because what's sexy to one person is just wrong to another. And uh, we'll start it off with just the basic concepts of attraction in the female design. And uh, if we go back in the uh, in time to uh, the uh, original basis of female attractive designs, we would, we would see the first true model of attraction is actually the uh, bust of Nefertiti yeah. from ancient Egypt. Yeah. Um, well, actually there's probably even earlier, like of what feminine beauty is. I mean, the, uh, the Venus figures that they found from the Neolithic period. Um, I mean, everyone loves breasts, everybody loves butt. And that's what those figurines uh, showed us. Yes. Yeah, I'm going right to it. I'm sorry. I got a dirty <laughs> mind here. Yes. So, but uh, yes, Nefertiti, very beautiful, very elegant. Like she was, a, she was apparently 50 when they made that sculpture of her. Damn. Oh. According People to back legend, then had better skin. Well, yeah, according to legend, probably. Yes, make my my wrinkles less so. I'm yes. gonna look beautiful. Yes. Yes. Or whatever you would have said in Egyptian. <laughs> so what are some female character designs that uh, in animation that are almost universally agreed as beautiful or sexy? Um, wow. Sorry. Uh, PlayStation going off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Wonder Woman, of course. Uh, I, I personally think uh, Power Girl. And in animation, I would go with... Um, See, I'm blanking because I'm, like, thinking about all the pretty girls. Oh, we can go Eastern or Western on here, by the well, way. I'm, well, for some reason, my uh, from uh, King of Fighters has just popped into my head. <laughs> and she's going, ah, jumping up and down. <laughs> Let's see. Yes. I okay. think we can allow video game characters. Yeah, well, in that I'll... case, I always, I always had a soft spot for Chun-Li. Yeah, Chun-Li. Well, you know, the thighs. The luscious eyes. <laughs> um, let's see other animated girls that are pretty. Um, well, let's see. Uh, you only got a couple of examples, didn't you, Neil? Uh, well, the <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> mine's gonna be. Mine's gonna have like a a theme going here because they all have the same general costume. You know, like uh, uh, She-Hulk and uh, oh yes, yeah, Miss Marvel and. <laughs> And, oh, now I'm blanking. Well, uh, didn't you, didn't you say dirty... Chitara? 
Yeah, Chitara. Chitara. The Dirty Pair. Yes, yes. Um, Fuka from Yotsuba. I dig Fuka and her thick thighs. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, man. Um, Amira from Young Black Bride Story is very pretty. Mm. Um, let's see. I am blanking, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, that, that's okay. Let me let me fill in the blanks there. Well, I'm I'm going to counter Ben and say Cami White. Cami? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I could I could go for some Cami. Yeah. Makoto from um, I I think she's pretty, but Makoto from Street Fighter Three, I think she's pretty, and Elena. M- Makoto, isn't she like the a Kane Tendo clone? Yeah, I think I, I yeah I think so. She's got the little gi on. I think she's adorable, but I always prefer uh, what, who's the ninja Ibuki. Yeah, Ibuki. Ibuki's really pretty. Oh, and then the new character from uh, Street Fighter Four, uh, June. Ju- she's pretty. Yeah. yeah, she's pretty cool looking. She's Korean, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they made a big deal about that. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. see, other pretty girls, other pretty girls. Um, well, let's see here. Oh, uh, that reminds me, it's uh, not a specific one character, but. Uh, but there's an anime series I told Neil about a couple of weeks ago back, uh, Sekiri. Sekiri? Yeah, that? it's a, it's an anime series that's kind of interesting. It, it's, uh, imagine you take the concept of Pokemon where you, you capture animals and have them fight against each other, but apply it to very beautiful women. Instead of stuffing them in small balls, you capture them by kissing them. Ah, I see. And oh, this, yeah. Oh, it's, there were some cute girls from that Transformers kiss uh, kiss thing. Remember that? Oh my god! <laughs> that just reminded me of that. that. Yes. Oh, they were so the figurines were so cute. I was just drooling over them when they were coming out. I was like, oh god, I have to. Oh, that reminds me. Neil said he it's, Neil said he had a thing for Daniel's mom. <laughs> I didn't say I had a thing for her. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I was know. I was just naming off the the Sunbow girls, and I said, oh, Daniel's mom. <laughs> I, I was I actually uh brought up the Baroness. Well, damn, that's like hands down hottest woman in animation. I mean Well, I, I like I like Scarlet a little bit more. Oh, Scarlet's good, but the Baroness. Oh my fucking god, that laugh and those glasses. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the librarian glasses and I, the tight black leather. I know. She's oh, <laughs> Okay, now now I've got the Baroness in my head, shaking her that beautiful, luscious raven hair around. I mean, <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, like yeah. I think yes, Baroness, Baroness, definitely very hot. Yes. I also had a, I also like the sorceress from uh, from He Man. I always I always thought she was really pretty. Her voice was so shrill. I didn't listen to her voice. I had the, I had the volume down. Listen, I actually, just, I actually preferred the sorceress from the updated He-Man series. Yeah, I saw that. That was a pretty good character design. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really watch much of that because I was like, eh, it looks, <laughs> kind of, eh, looks too flashy. I want my my shitty filmation animation. <laughs> so, you know, if we're gonna go to the He-Man uh, series, I'm gonna say Princess Adora. Yes. <laughs> Again, going back to my. Uh, my uh, leotard look. Yeah, the leotard look. Yeah. I love because it's the legs. I like the legs. 
Yeah. Yeah, Princess Adora. Oh man. Um, let's see other pretty anime. Well, Minmay. I lo- I just always like. Well, that's because it's Miki Mikimoto designed or Mikimoto. God, he draws some really pretty women. Like the eyes are always glittery and the hair is always flowing. What about what about one of the first what about one of the first uh, sexy women in uh, anime and manga, and also coincidentally the first, as some con- would consider, magical girl, uh, Cutie uh, Honey. Cutie Honey, yes. Oh yes, Cutie Honey. Cutie Honey's awesome. Go Nagai. Oh oh, and then uh, oh man, he did a series where like there was a naked woman who wore a mask. Oh man, what was that called? Common. Oh man, I'm blanking on this. Let me look this up because, like, he did a series like that, yes. and that so, was pretty fun. Which version of animated Cutie Honey is the sexiest? You think original, uh, Flash, uh, new, or re? I actually like the original. I think it, oh. I think the roughness of the original just sort of lends it to the sexiness. It, it's not hmm. Flash or anything. It's just there. It's grit. Yeah, and Flash somehow that in- makes it sexier. Yeah. Flash was an interesting series to me because what, pretty much what happened was, you know, the studio just a studio just the studio that did Sailor Moon just complete Sailor Moon like okay we, okay we have we have enough budget to make one season of animation left but Sailor Moon's done what do we do oh let's just do Kitty Honey that's brilliant I re- I remember the toys like and I, like the little t- toys for little girls and I'm thinking Cutie Honey <laughs> what <laughs> I hope. And I think, like, I thought, I hope none of them ever search for this on the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, other sexy girls. Well, there's plenty. There's so many. So many. Yes. But, yeah, bringing up Sakiri again, if you ever if you ever get a chance to see it, Kitty Hawk, you should, because (laughs) it's really interesting because the way it's drawn makes you think it's done by a guy because all the women are very amply ample. Yeah. But what I found out was it's written and drawn by a woman, and before she did Sakiri, she was known for doing um, Yaoi series. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Oh well, I I, I did Shonen Eye and Yaoi back in uh, back before I actually did SGBY. Oh. Like so, maybe there's this connection with. Oh, I'm tired of drawing dicks. Uh, yeah, that that's great. I'm I'm gonna do that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just when I started SGVI, I just was like, I want to draw some big breasts on someone. Because <laughs> my brother, my brother really wasn't up like wanted that in the series because he wanted it to be an action series. He didn't want women, you know, and romance and all that. That's what he was thinking I was gonna do. And I was like, No, I just want to draw them with big breasts. So I got to do that with SGBY. You succeeded. <laughs> Yay! What do I win? I win being a comic artist. Yay! Yes. And being an expert in female attractive models and designs. Well, thank thank you very much. <laughs> yes, this is this is the one the few times we can actually say we have an actual expert on the panel this week. I am an expert. You can ask me things. Yes, there, there's also there's also certain times when uh, a, an attractive female design or an artist attempting attractive female design is attempted on a character that you really shouldn't attempt it on. That uh, one one example I can remember is uh, there was a, there was a period in the '90s when American animation studios were trying to do uh, 
very different types of Sentai, but with American or other concepts. There was one with that was a that was an Egyptian Sentai series called Mummy Alive. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And there was a female character that was pretty much, you know, a corpse, but they tried <laughs> to be attractive, but she's a corpse. I remember that, and I remember just seeing that series and going, "What? This makes no sense. Why? Is she, oh, just." Yeah, yes. that, that was a, that was a disaster. Well, the '90s, unfortunately, is full of disasters as far as female design. I Wasn't know. that one of those uh, USA Network originals, and that's why it really sucked? It actually had some pretty decent animation occasionally, huh. kind of, sort of. Yeah, it, just... it, its animation was okay. It was like, like better than than some at the time, but yeah, uh, but. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's terrible. I just, I just have issue with you know someone making a design saying, "Okay, this is an undead character. You're supposed to feel attracted to her. <laughs> she, she, she has, she has, she has bandages wrapped around every part of her except her midriff." Yeah, that that's not going to work. That's that's not sexy. But then again, like they probably weren't tr- thinking of making her sexy when they were making the series. Wait, didn't she have breasts that you could see through the wrappings? If I, I remember, no, like no, 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 no. Like you could see the outline. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can. You can. You, there were some. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That. Well, this is one of the cases where you could actually safely say that this was a woman that had no brains because the <laughs> process requires sticking a hot poker through the nose, stirring it out. Yeah. Look it out. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the design right now, and I'm just thinking. What the hell? Except when they are in their Sentai form, it kind of makes it kind of makes more sense because, like, then she she is kind of attractive, even though she's got like an animal head going on here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, actually, I think I know why. Like, I when I think of the '90s and female character designs, why it was why I'm thinking unattractive. It was mostly the clothing and the hairstyles. Like yeah. this, let's go extreme with all the hairstyles, you know, spiky. Well, and everything was like super, well, not, I want to say super colorful, but I really like super colorful, but it was like clashing colors most of the time. Yeah, someone just, who doesn't have a color wheel did the design. And I, I don't know what that was, except that I do, re, I do have vague memories of like the late 80s, early 90s and everything being day glow. Yeah. That might have that might have. Oh man! Now I'm remembering uh, Dayglow uh, mini skirts and all that stuff. Ugh. What about? Do you remember Jem? Yes, I do remember Jem, and uh, that and she is totally outrageous. Truly, truly outrageous. That's it. Yes. Yes, Jem um, was pretty good. I like I liked watching that as a kid. The only episode I can actually remember is the Woodstock episode. Ah. That, that actually reminds me of something else. We were talking about female attraction. We're actually mm-hmm. going to bring this up later in a future show, but uh, there was a there was an for anime that's a French anime called uh, Totally Spies, where the creator has a very strong disgust with people sexualizing the female characters on that show. Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen Totally Spies. No, but... no, I, I have seen that, and I I have seen the total sexification of those characters on and... the show. Well, oh, on the show. Well, because what because what it is is every episode of the Totally Spies, the the, the the girls either get tied up 
or have something horrible done to them that's actually a fetish. Like one of the girls got really fat. One of the girls oh, had the man. brain of a dog. I, one of the girls I, don't, is... I don't remember seeing this. Um, <laughs> wow. Where was I? Yeah. I, I just sort of thought that that was like uh, totally normal, wacky, animated uh, show stuff. But no, yeah, it's, now, it's, now, now that I'm, you tell me that, that actually, yeah, that... If the, the, the creator of the show is totally indignant about people sexualizing these female characters, I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm oh, sh- well, when I'm... you put it that way, yeah, okay, I can see, I can see how it would be chock full of fetishes, and pretty much a lot of other kids shows are full of it too. I'm ashamed to say that I know what episode you're talking about the the cookie episode. Oh God. <laughs> 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 Which means I actually sat there and watched a few episodes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Internet. We've all, we've all done it. We've all been flipping through the channels, and there was something bright and colorful on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, animation! What is this? It's, it's like when you're flipping through the channels. Uh, if I see animation, i got to stop. i got to see what it is. Yeah. Is- well, speaking of other animated character designs that shouldn't be sexualized or sexy, it's, uh, you know, Matt Groening's female character designs. It's, uh, I remember Marge Simpson was recently in Playboy a few years ago. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I saw that. That was. Not yeah, good mojo. That was kind of no. weird. Oh, I mean, not like weird, but it's just. Oh, when I see The Simpsons, I don't really see, like. I, you know, they. They do try to make it sexy, but like when Marge has that beehive, I just can't. It's just like that is she's not, not sexy. Meant, she's not meant to be sexy. Well, like when she has the long hair, it's only because of the long hair and the way that it's drawn and it's wavy. Your brain says that's sexy, and it's got breasts. That's sexy, but then you start processing the yellow skin and the face in the and eyes. Start, and, well, yeah, I think Simpsons character designs were based off of. Uh, what was it? Uh, life and Hell? Yeah, Life and Hell, which were rabbit characters. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't want to lose his uh, his copyright on that. Yeah, he and just so, creates something out. He just pulls something out of the blue and is like, no, uh, this. Now, now they're humans. Yellow humans. Yeah. It's totally yeah. different. <laughs> it's yeah. totally not the same thing. Uh, bringing it on, it's uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane's female character designs, especially Lois Griffin, should not be sexualized because her head's shaped like a misshapen potato. But somehow, like, I, I think she's a little more sexy, and I think that's because, well, it's also because, like, the, char- the way the characters are presented, like, Marge originally was presented as, you know, she was the mom, and that's how you viewed her, whereas Lois has always sort of had, like, as they say in the show, a wild side. She was a wild stallion. Yeah, it's so, so it's so, and also her skin tone is normal. Well, going into design, the skin tone is a normal. It was like a human skin tone color. So there's that. Her face is more a little more human looking. It's not as it's shaped you know, like a potato though. But I mean, she has a nose <laughs> that's not a little knob. Yeah, it's a it's huge mongoid. But if you were to put that on an anime character, that would totally look right, that nose. In some anime, that nose would look totally fine. And also the way her hair is drawn. So I guess, like, it's mostly just comes down to the character design, whereas Marge is, like, very matronly looking. Lois is not as matronly looking. She Mm. kind of looks normal. Mm. I guess that's it. But that's just what I think. Okay. How do you feel about this, Neil? 
Uh, I have a hard time with the Family Guy style in general because it's just it's. We're gonna get. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here. I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. But it, the the Family Guy style is so kind of generic, and the 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 body types are so like straight up and down that there's nothing there that really could excite me. Yeah, it, it, it's it's more plastic than elastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't really ha- I actually don't care about the character designs when it comes to Family Guy. It, yeah. Going on with the tangent just for a minute, I really just like the animation. They like they have fun with it, and that's why I like it. Like they'll do like the chicken fights are some of the best animation I think I've seen in a while. And I really, you know, some of the shapoopy bit that they did was really good. And I know that they're using computers, and people say, "Oh, that's cheating." They actually have fun with the animation. They aren't really taking themselves seriously. So I kind of like it for that reason. Well, the, pro- the problem I have with them with the computers is when they do it with every single vehicle ever for, like, even just a <laughs> two, two second, a car moving two inches, it has to be a computer. Uh, yeah, as an artist, I can sort of sympathize with the uh, animators in that cars <laughs> are damn hard to draw. Yeah. Well, they didn't look wrong in the first couple seasons. Yeah, yeah. Futurama's chock full of that, too, and it's still fine. You know, you can tell it's 3D, and you're like, okay, whatever. Okay. Anyway, getting back to sexy women. Yes, yeah, sexy women. Let's see here. Let's. So, I actually had a problem with Wonder Woman's Justice League design. Really? The yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's just something about the shape of her face and her nose was not quite right for me, which I think they actually uh-huh. fixed when they did the Wonder Woman animated movie. It was much more cleaner for me. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, and it's it's a case of where I actually thought Hot Girl was a lot more sexy than Wonder Woman, and that's yeah. in Justice League, at least to me. Yeah, in Justice League, yeah, her face was a little weird in that. And at first, the Justice League style was a little weird to me, too. And it kind of grew on me after a while. But, yeah, you're right. The Wonder Woman from that is just her face is squished. Yes, and yeah. well, in the Wonder Woman from the Wonder Woman animated movie on DVD now, if, you know you can pick it up right now if you haven't. Saying to our to our <laughs> listeners, it's uh, I felt that it was much better and sexier Wonder Woman for me. Oh yeah, it it was it was really it was a really good animated uh, animated wise, but the story, if I remember, was not not so good. I actually enjoyed the story. It wasn't. Terrible. It was actually a pretty good story. No, it wasn't terrible, but it was just sort of like compared to some of the other DC uh, animated films, just wasn't as good. But the animation was very good. I have yeah, to- it, it had a very high tween rate. Yeah. Which is very important to me. I love high t- tween rates in animation. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, there was um, something recently with... Um, Oh, yeah, that was that Supergirl um, animated movie that came out recently. Oh, the Apocalypse one? I did not see that one. In- they used they used the Michael Turner designs. <laughs> yeah, I was not very happy. I, I, well, there was Big Barda was there. And, I mean, it was good. It was kind of okay. Like, the animation was really good, but the story wasn't so good. And the Michael Turner uh, <laughs> Supergirl was a real big turnoff. Yeah, well, the... Uh- the story wasn't good because it was based off a story by Jeff Loeb. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it, Jeff Loeb, who I have always continually said uses what I like to call crayon logic when he writes. 
Yeah, I, I just I didn't I didn't like that one. I'm trying to think. I saw one recently. I liked it. Oh, I just saw that Superman one. Oh, Superman All Star Superman. Yeah, it started out pretty good, but it kind of got. Lois Lane had a really great design in that series. Oh God, yeah. Well, I mean, the animation on that was just great. And just, it was, it was the the art style was perfect for it. It was it yeah. nearly matched the style of the book itself. Yeah, and like, and as I was, uh, as my husband said to me, something like you could really tell like this is supposed to be a cover when they do a certain shot. Like it could be a cover. I imagine actually they were from the book. I haven't actually read the book. Excellent excellent series. Excellent miniseries, by the way. Okay. I'm going to have to read that because this just sort of, sort of felt like I was missing some things because it kind of felt like it was jumping at times. Well, it was jumping because it was a 12 issue miniseries. It was by, by, uh, I believe it was Grant Morrison. It was really good. It was basically Grant Morrison saying, this is the perfect Silver Age Superman story, and it really was. It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Silver Age-ness really was great. I just loved it. But It was, like it was, I, Sil- it was Silver Age without the corny. Yeah. Now, I, I got to ask, and I, uh, is if this is spoilerific, um, was Luther, did Luther really change that much at the end of the, the book? Like, yeah. yes, totally... Because- Turn yes. face. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, it it was it was brilliant to me, and uh, you know, out of all the All Star series, All Star Superman is the best. But then again, the okay. only other All Star series is All Star Batman, which has wow. such memorable lines as "I'm the goddamn Batman." <laughs> <laughs> and Wonder Woman pushing a man out of the way while shouting, "Move it, sperm bank." Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess it kind of made, well, I, I bet they handled the whole ending a lot better in the book. Cause I was, the ending was on this was just sort of, there's the ending. Yay. Well, the ending was an homage to DC 1 million, which okay. Morrison also wrote. DC 1 million is in the millionth, is in the year 1 million where mm-hmm. Superman, our Superman, Superman Prime <laughs> lives in the sun with Lois Lane, who he, who he, had, who he got who he who he uh, stole her soul back from heaven and made her a superhuman body in DC One Million. It's kind of interesting. You should read it. Oh it's, my God! Can you pile the Silver Age on anymore? <laughs> DC One Million is actually really damn good. It's uh, no, no, no. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just I'm now thinking I gotta read this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, now that now it all makes sense. Yeah. So it's so yes. DC One Million, everyone should check it out. And we're talking about comics again, guys. It is comics animation, they sort of go hand in hand. That that's true. It's a so who's who's a who who are some uh, Eastern uh, comic artists or manga ka as some would call them that uh, that uh, do very good designs for animation. Oh, let's see of mangakas who can uh, do really good designs. Nobuteru Yuki, he did Escaflone, and man, everything kind of looks masculine, but somehow it's just beautiful, even the women. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Clamp does some beautiful women. Yeah. Uh, both both Mick and uh, and uh, Makona. Um, what about the most famous woman in Japan? How do how oh, do her anime designs fare? Rumika. Yeah. Oh well, she just she just has. Like, her drawings are just so fun. Like, the girls just look so 
jubilant and pretty. And I, I, I don't know with the new series um, she's doing, Renee. I haven't really seen as much of the fun, cute uh, drawings. Yeah, Renee. It's uh, it's what you call uh, Rumiko, Rumiko Takahashi meets Bleach. It's Rumiko Takahashi. I'm ca- I'm just phoning it in. Yeah, speaking of Bleach, uh, uh, the uh, character designs from Bleach. Uh, one of the most fam- you know, this is a series done by a man, obviously. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there were there are such female character designs like Orihime and Matsumoto, who you know there's a lot of very amply uh, ample characters yeah. in the series. Yeah, yeah. The, the the Bleach is in Shonen Jump, and <laughs> in Shonen Jump there are very ample women about in that magazine. I have no idea why. Maybe because boys read it. Yes. <laughs> What's your, who's who's your favorite female character design in Bleach? In Bleach? Well, I don't. Uh, I'm you not really completely familiar with Bleach, so I don't want to. Uh. Like, say a certain character and then be like, oh, that girl's just totally a bitch. Or, <laughs> why did I pick her? I don't now, think many girls are bitches in Bleach, honestly. I'm actually thinking of One Piece because it's a Shonen Jump series and Boa's oh. pretty Oda has a very distinctive style. Yeah. And I speaking love, his, of, I love yeah, his style. It's awesome. Yeah. On the pre show, we were talking about how Wally would uh, up the Power Girls cup size and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Nami in Bleach, uh, Nami in uh, One Piece, pardon me, has a similar problem where her cup size fluctuates quite often. Well, I've heard that as the uh, the arc progresses, her cup size grows, and then by the end of the arc, she's back to normal. It says the epic grows, her breast size grow. <laughs> That's the theory I've heard. <laughs> oh man, I'm thinking of another artist I really like, uh, Azuma Kiyohiko. The guy does uh, Azumanga and Yotsubo. Azumanga. Yeah, yes. like uh, well, Fuka and Asagi from uh, from uh, Yotsubo are really really hot. I love both of them. Fuka because of the just the the tomboyishness and Asagi because of the thin elegant figure that she's got. Azuma just can draw like some really pretty girls. Uh-huh. Like I'm looking at this Kanagi uh, picture that he illustrated. And I've got to say, it's like one of the best Kanagi pictures. Though, you know, the artist who does Kanagi, she draws some really cute girls, even if they have A cups. They're mm. still really cute. Speaking of which, that reminds me of, uh, there was a period uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I say a couple of years ago, but it's actually quite longer than that, where, <laughs> the, where uh, the uh, female characters from uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion were highly sexualized by both people in the East and the West. Yeah. Still are. Still are? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I still see, um, like, pictures of uh, of the girls floating around the Internet and even new ones. I mean, and then there's well, the, I, new girl, the new girl. Yeah, the glasses girl. Yeah, Amaki, I think is her name. The, I didn't and, see the second movie yet. Should I? Uh, I'm not really a big fan of Evangelion, so I, I don't want to say anything. I just... I, I just I like the new character, just the character design, and mm. also the fact that Ma- Maya Sakamoto uh, voices her. Mm. But uh, I really am not a big fan of Evangelion. It's what, just, about the, what about the female character designs? How do you feel about those? Those are okay. Um, I like that char- I like that character designer, but I've just I don't know. Like 
The only uh, girls I've really liked of his are uh, like the ones from uh, the girl from Daikon, who eventually became the girl in Otaku no Video. And yeah. but I really like Gurren Lagann. Speaking of uh, of Gainax. And oh, Gurren Lagann, yes. Damn, Yoko is hot. <laughs> and and I call Gurren and Gurren Lagann is the apology for Ava, in my opinion. Okay, we're going to do an epic mecha series. Here we go. Wash it out of your mouth. Yes. Well, or furry, furry curry, I like too. Some of the girls in there is as weird as the style is. You know, Parco is just man that grin. You just you just want to fuck that grin off her face. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. It's a, on my top twenty list last week. I had the Gainix series. It was none of those. It was actually Caracano was on my top twenty list. Oh, I love that series. See, Neil, I'm not alone. I love that series. It's just, yeah, I know it, it ended so abruptly because, you know, <laughs> you're trying to do a, a very long manga series in 20, wasn't it like 23 episodes and you make it to 26? Yeah, what was really funny was uh, there was an episode in, in the second half. Gainix has this thing called the Gainix effect, and it's not the breast bouncing effect. It was the other Gainix effect. And by the way, guys, there is actually a dictionary term for the Gainix effect about how Gainix Studios does a very specific type of breast-bouncing animation. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there was another Gainix effect where Gainix blows their budget in the first <laughs> of the episodes, the second half. They do silly little, you know... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. they start doing experimental stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, in the second half of Caracano, there was an episode where the whole episode was done with finger puppets. I love that episode. I, I mean, I like it. Even though they blew their budget, it was still really cute. I mean, I really love Gainax's experimental stuff. I mean, and also, they did sort of learn their lesson with Gurren 40% after all. You yeah. know, the promise that they had spent 40% of their budget on, what was it, the last five episodes? So... I, I'm just afraid because the Neon Genesis movies, the first movie looked so spectacular. I'm like, oh my god, the last episode is going to be sock puppets. Don't worry, Gynax has so much money now that they don't <laughs> even care. They're like, yeah, let's make the frame rate 300 frames per second. We have so much money now. <laughs> That'd be good because I'm because I'm tired of seeing animation around here trying to pass with five. Oh. I haven't really seen it. Like, an actually, animation's gotten really uh, a lot better thanks to computers. Um, yep. I'm so happy. It, you know, but unfortunately, you have some people that then when they're like, oh, man, these computers save us money. Let's cut the budget even more. Yeah, or people who uh, use uh, Macromedia Flash as a tool. Oh, oh, Flash. <laughs> Why? Flash is okay in some people's hands, but in some people's hands... It makes baby Jesus cry. Yes. <laughs> and uh, back to female designs. It's uh, Oh, yes, yes. Uh, back to female designs. Uh, we, yeah. we like to segue a lot on this show. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's animation. We're talking about that. You're going to segue. Oh, yeah, let's go over here. If there was, um, you know, with uh, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim had a lot of sexy female character designs. Oh, so I, I thought that the uh, Catwoman in the original Batman the Animated Series was very sexy as a design. Yeah. Yes, um, all all the women on that series were just smoking. It was just that style was just so well. And I have to also say this: the men were really good looking too. I mean, <laughs> uh, 
anyway, the whole series is awesome, and I could just spend the next, you know, however many time talking about that. But yeah, um, and I'm also I'm trying to think. The Huntress design in uh, Justice League Unlimited was pretty good. I like she actually was pretty hot looking, with and they the, actually the... gave her a lot of service. If you know yes. what I mean. Yes, they used the second Huntress uh, costume. The first Huntress costume was pretty much a full-body suit. Yeah. The second one had a bare midriff, and the in-comic explanation for this was, I do like I do a thousand crunches, is what Huntress said. <laughs> well, that's excellent. I just love Huntress. She's just wonderful. And I love question. Whenever it was like a question in Huntress episode, I was just like, <gasps> yes. Well, because my husband loves Question, and I love Huntress, and I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. The, qu- the Question voiced by the ever-talented uh, Wesley Combs, mm-hmm. who was also known as the Reanimator. Yes, I know. We also, we, well, one of the first movies I watched with my husband was Reanimator. When we, A very romantic choice. Oh, yeah, it, it's totally romantic. I mean, you know, when the uh, severed head goes down on the chick, and that's totally sexy. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, back to women. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a. Uh, uh, let's talk about some more of the designs that, you know, uh, one thing I brought up was um, with Neil prior to the show was uh, Glenn Murakami in his bubble breasts. Uh, Glenn the, uh... Uh... The Teen Titans. Yeah. Oh, Teen Titans. Ugh. Yeah, grr, yeah, yeah. Grr, Teen Titans. Well, yeah. I, d- I don't like Teen Titans to begin with, but then that series. Ugh. Well, the thing is, Glenn Murakami draws pretty much girls with breasts that are just, you know, draw two backward C's on the chest, and those are breasts. Yeah, yeah. That's fine if it's like a really flat style or like, Oh man! Well, even in Powerpuff Girls, uh, oh man, what was the name of the mayor's assistant? Ma- Miss Miss Bellum. Miss Bellum, she's hot, even though you can't see her face, and she's totally stylized. Well, your that's because they drew her as a perfect hourglass. I know, and there you go. That's there. That's all you need. Two little C's just sort of tells me these breasts are misshapen. There must be something wrong with them. Yeah, and then Neil didn't dislike Raven's design in Teen Titans. Because of the uh, leotard. Well, because she's like fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's, really it's, it's it's not quite as disturbing as Gunbuster, but it's it's pretty tough. <laughs> What's really funny to me is in the actual comics, um, the Marv Wolfman comics, the drawn by uh, George Perez, Raven has a horse face. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Raven was the most unattractive female character George Perez ever drew. Really? Yeah, she, had long, she had like a long horse face in the in the original George Perez Teen Titans. It's a. Uh, it's oh re- yeah, I'm 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 looking at that right now. That's not bad. That's not a bad. It's not terrible. <laughs> and uh, well, it's it's just kind of funny to me because then they then they sort of gave her this goth attitude and yeah, well, guys, all that. It's just, just, Bad, bad idea in general. Like the whole, let's try to make this anime. It's like, it felt a very bad J-pop band. Uh, the, well, they had, they were popular like a few years before that show aired because, and I think they were just making their debut in America because they I were no the, pink lady. Let's get that straight. 
no, 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 not Pink Lady, not Pink Lady. But um, that show was just bad all in general because it was like the anime stuff felt really forced. The tween but, rate was abominable at times. It's just, it just was bad. It was just a bad show. Yeah, I, I just remember people talking about how they they sexualize these characters. I'm like, really? With with the with the uh, bubble breasts and all that, really? They weren't sexualized. They weren't. They weren't sexy at all. Well, what are I'm talking about? The fans about? that watch the show, they're like, "Oh, this character is so sexy." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Well, I guess. I guess if you like, I don't know, make it look better in your head, then I guess then it'd be sexy. Yeah, I, I just remember reading the first couple reviews of the first couple episodes years ago. One person thought that Raven's superhero name was Goth Girl. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the Glenn Murakami. Stop trying yep. to draw women. You can't. It's. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, if you listen to Batman the Animated Series commentary on the box sets, uh, the episode almost got him. Um, Bruce Tim actually remarks that uh, Glenn Murakami's portfolio that he presented to get the job to start working on Batman the Animated Series was terrible. He said terrible. Oh. And Bruce Tim said the only reason he hired him was because he could draw. Interesting alien creatures. Yeah, he can. He can. He can do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I just don't. I didn't like Teen Titans to begin with, and then the the, the style just wasn't cool. Then yeah. just the stories were bad. Yeah. I just didn't pay attention to it. But fortunately, <laughs> there was there was better stuff on at the time. Like what I think Justice League Unlimited was on at the same time. Yeah, Justice League was on at the same time, and yeah. Uh, it was Justice League was worlds better, even though I've known people that said the other thing thing around, and I really wonder about the intelligence rate of our country nowadays because of that. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like sexy characters in American animation like right now. Um, not really. Not anymore. Not really. And most well, it's I think it's mainly because a lot of the animation comes from outside. Or is on yeah. the internet. Yeah, it's uh, that reminds me. It's uh, back in the nineties. Uh, did anyone find any of the characters on Captain Planet sexy? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Moving on. No, uh, I totally found uh, uh, Captain Planet sexy. No, I didn't actually. I just remember that. Oh man, the only episode I can remember that show is like of the one where uh, Wheeler like sees himself when he's forty, and that because that episode was just so weird. Because, yeah. like, he's married to the, the Russian chick. Man, well, actually, what? Eastern European after the second season. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Somewhere from the Soviet bloc. Um, Eastern, uh, from Eastern Europe. They Eastern Europe. Anywhere. Someone from, someone from Eastern Europe. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I just always thought that show was funny because it, it was like it smacked of Ted Turner thinking – yeah, the kids, they love cartoons. We'll get this environmental, and they love environmental crap. Let's make a cartoon based on that. Protect the f environment or I'll fucking kill you, Captain yeah. Planet. Now I'm, I'm going to go slaughter a buffalo. And he rides away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, none of those characters were sexy. Uh, yeah. Man, 90s were not, there weren't a lot of sexy characters on, on in the 90s. Well, I I gotta admit that uh, you know in the Spider-Man animated series, which I you know I gave a bad review of, but yeah. a couple episodes done by TMS, the Felicia Hardy character was really sexy. Okay, there you go. That that 
that they, I'll, I'll agree with that. Of I mean, course, it, she, they never animated any of the episodes where she was a black cat, which she didn't look quite as sexy because it was bad animation. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it was a animated show in the night, American animated show in the nineties. They were not so good back then. It was the animation. Like, I, I don't understand how the animation in the eighties was and sometimes better than like in the nineties, except that maybe they had changed like who they were getting to animate. Well, they couldn't yeah. get as much out of them. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, well, it's been coming around the cough. It's I, I have a I have a bad cough as well, and Neil coughed a little bit earlier too. Yeah, y'all, y'all feeling better? Um, a little bit better. Taking medicine. That's good. That's good. Taking it easy. Yeah. Oh, pretty easy. It's uh, <laughs> so. Uh, let's see. What other animated girls should we talk about? It's was who who do you think was? Uh, oh, here's here's an example. What do you think about the animated uh, females from uh, Avatar The Last Airbender? Never, they're okay. Um, I mean, I'm not too crazy about, like, the animation on that series. Uh, I mean, the animation I thought was actually... No, the animation's good. I just, I, I mean, the character designs. I mean, they look okay. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't find any of the characters really sexy. I mean, okay. maybe I haven't seen far enough into it because I've only seen a little bit of it. But I just, oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't you probably should it. watch the whole series. It is number one on my list. Yeah, I, I, I re- I've been meaning to see it. You, I've got this entire stack of the stuff I've meant to see, and it's like sitting on my my mm. floor. And it's getting taller and taller. <laughs> I know Neil brought up uh, the Dirty Pair earlier. I actually liked Flash. Flash. Dirty Pair Flash. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's. It's kind of it's very it's very aughts it's very aughts the style and everything mm. and I, I, I it's it's okay but it it just can't compare to the original you know the original like the Adam Warren because I just I just see that in my head all you know when I think of like comics in the nineties I think of that mm. then see mostly i know i know about like you know for manga and all that and like i'm trying to think from the 90s what was really sexy and clamp was drawing some really sexy women back then like especially really? like if you, yeah well in miyuki china wonderland that's a that's a smorgasbord of sexy women oh. i mean they they use the because like back then they were using this style where they had this really dark eyes like with lots of light sources so it really like gave this like really strong powerful eyes and the beautiful um, pointed faces and the long hair. And cl- nobody does, like, the layers of, like, ink and uh, whiteout like Clamp does. And the women were just sexy. They had some rounded women, some really thin women. It was a, it was a really good. It was really good. Hmm. Now, I, haven't, I haven't really seen that, but isn't that the one where uh, it's basically Alice in Wonderland, but all the... All the characters in Wonderland are, are girls, and yeah. they're basically molesting her. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the The animation is is okay. The animated series is okay. I actually, I'm talking about the manga. The manga was pretty yeah. good too. I haven't seen the manga. Yeah, I, 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 the day I saw it on the shelf, I was like, mine! I've got to have it. <laughs> nobody does, nobody does pretty people like Clamp. Uh, <laughs> And then Nobuteru Yuki back in the 90s, I thought his art was gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. How many sexy women? Okay. So which, so which uh, 
designer or character designs really influenced your own work as a sexy female character designer? Oh, um, uh, see, Rumiko Takahashi, mm. definitely, because of, like, I just like the jubilant sort of rounded figures. Uh, I'm trying to think of, well, Clamp is definitely a big influence because of, there used to be the eyes looked more clampish, but I've changed that over the years. Um, I really like Frank Cho as far as, like, I love the thighs he gives the women. They're just... Oh, Frank 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 Cho is awesome. And by yeah, the way, I, it's a. I hated that I wasn't able to go to Katsukon this year because he was going to be there, and I just wanted to go up to him and say, "You draw the most beautiful woman." Funny story. <laughs> Frank Cho is, as you know, a Korean. You know, yeah, just like just like me. And uh, a friend of mine told me, "Oh, did you see Frank Cho's interview where he's with his parents?" I'm like, "No." And he says, "Well, what happens is uh, Frank Cho's pa- parents are asked, so your son's a world-renowned artist now. How do you feel?'" And then his mother says. We're so ashamed he's not a doctor. <laughs> and uh, my friend says, did you hear about that? I'm like, no, but I can understand that feeling. Because <laughs> my mom is a Korean mom. and Yeah. That's, that's funny. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, Because Frank Cho pretty much hit the pinnacle of what most artists are aiming to do, be world-renowned. and. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's just, you know... Parents, they want they want you to do something different. I know yeah. I have some relatives who are like they don't really understand what I do, and I don't really explain what I do. Yes, I draw pictures. Yes, not going to go any further into this. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's see who else. I'm trying to think. I'm mostly did, what? Go ahead. Uh, did Did anyone bring up uh, Revy from uh, Black Lagoon? Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I have not seen it at all. I've just seen lots of pictures of her on the internet. Yeah, I, I haven't really watched that, but I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about the Full Metal Panic? I know a guy who just loves the character designs there. I'm sort of indifferent about it, but Full Metal Panic. Uh, they're okay. I mean, uh, the girls are definitely attractive looking. I mean, it's sort of very aught animation as far as like average aught and like style. Mm. But I think that's because it was originally, uh, it was a series of novels. So yeah, they just what, got a character designer to do it. Yeah, what they call a light book, right? Yeah. I can't remember if it actually had um, illustrations, but I don't remember if it did or not. Some of them do. Kind of like uh, Haru, Haruhi. There we go. There's some There's some cute. Uh, Naito, uh, the guy who draws uh, Haruhi, he draws some really cute girls. Yes, they're they're kind of you know kind of young looking, but very cute. Uh, and oh god, what's Mik- uh, Mikuru? Is her name? Yeah, she's really cute. Especially is she the girl old- with the long hair? Yeah, she's she's the the one that uh, Haruhi is constantly uh, like dressing up. Not huh. not the not the little bookworm. You know the the little alien. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's that's a good. He's a good character designer. Oh man, uh, Kaoru Yuki, the woman who does, uh, Young Bride Story, and she did Emma. Oh my god, she can draw a woman. Oh my god. Let me, let me see what that comic was that she Emma, did. Emma, yes, I, I did enjoy Emma. There was this thing she did for the magazine she serialized in, and it, it had this, 
this wonderful ass just wonderfully drawn. No, I'm just, I am just praising how wonderful this ass was. I'm blanking on the name of that particular comic, but she did it for this, the magazine she serialized in fellows. I think that was the name of it. And it's like these two girls who are bird watching, but it's mostly about the girl's ass. Ah. And it's just like worshiping it almost. And oh, that reminds me. It's uh, another female character designs. A couple of them. I, I just remembered that. Uh, who here has seen Record of Lotus War? I have. Long time ago. Deedlet has a great female character. Yeah, Deedlet is wonderful. And so, uh, same with the red-haired girl who I whose name I forgot. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I haven't seen that since VHS. Oh, there is a really good... Uh, I'm just thinking of Kaoruyuki. I was just thinking why I brought her up. Uh, the wife of the German in, uh, in Emma is just drop dead gorgeous. Like um it's like in the later chapters when Emma's working for the Germans, there's a scene where she's like completely naked and it's just oh my god, it's just stunning. I just love how Kaoruyuki draws women. I think she's one of my favorite. Oh here's a good question for you. It's uh out of all the current jump artists Right now, who have current running anime series, which one do you think has the best looking female characters? Well, um, I'm probably going to go with one. I'm probably going to go with the artist who does One Piece if I'm going to pick someone from Jump. I just, hmm. uh, I just particular, the faces are kind of weird in his, in his style, but the women just look really, like, especially Boa. Boa just blows me away. I just love her character design. She's just great. I mean, the breasts. She's well proportioned. Like his characters, like he has some goofy looking characters, but the women he tends to draw very well. So mm. I, I think I'm going to go with him. Okay. Oh, and by the way, here's uh, here's one of the most famous uh, 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 wallpaper images for Bleach done by the actual artist of Bleach, <clears throat> just so everyone can see. Just put that in chat. Okay. Okay. Well, that th- that artist, that artist, that guy, that guy. Tight, tight the Kubo. Yeah. I think his name. Tito Kubo. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with him. <laughs> I'm gonna go with him. Which one do you like there? Uh, do I have to choose? <laughs> oh, well, uh, there's definitely some I don't want, but, uh, oh man. Dead center? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, damn. You gonna make me choose? <laughs> okay, can I take three? Yes. Okay, uh, silver hair girl, uh, dark skin girl, and, uh, blondie on the right. There you go. Oh, that, the blondie on the right's Matsumoto, the, the dark skin is Yorichi, who's, who actually has the form of a cat. She, she can turn into like a small house cat. Alright. And the cat the one, is fine too. And the one up top, I forgot her name. It's, uh, but, but she's she, cute. She, I actually, I think I like her the best. She's really She, cute. she has, she, she actually has a fear of fish cakes. Oh, I like her. Can you wrap her up and send her to my house? <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. that's, that's what the that's what Taita is known for. This okay, um, and yeah, I think I think him, him, him. I haven't really read. Like, that's the thing. I haven't really read much of the Shonen Jump series. I don't even know what's published in what what magazine anymore. I'm just well, like, uh, I do know fairy tales in in Jump, isn't it? Yeah, fairy tales in there. I have I know someone who's really into that. Fairy tale has great female character designs. I love Lucy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the character designs in that are pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot, but yeah, that's what Shonen, Shonen Jump usually has some really good looking female characters and some good looking male characters. Let's be honest here. There's <laughs> a little of both. I mean, especially back in the nineties when like you had Rurouni Kenshin and other. Which is, which is one of my favorite series, Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, Rurouni Kenshin is just great. I just, um. I just love the way him and Kenshin and Karo interact. Yeah. I love Kenshin. He's so cute. Oh man, but uh. The funny thing about Kenshin and it's just he's such a tactless idiot, but he's so polite when he's tactless. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um. See, sexy woman, sexy woman. Yeah. Oh man, we've talked about so many of them that now I'm sorry, going. Oh, now I can't think of any because I'm going through the good ones. Did oh. we bring up uh, Kenichi Sonata? Uh, oh yes, yes. Gunsmith Cats and yes. Bubblegum Crisis. Yes, he draws oh, yes. good looking. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, speak. Uh, if I gonna, love Pris. If we're going to go there, we should definitely talk about the. We should definitely talk about the Ghost in the Shell. Yes. You know, his style, Mark Tuko, yeah. Uh, Sanagi. Yeah, his style is is uh, really rough, and I just love it. It's just so. Especially, like, he did a porn series, um, I think it was about six years ago, and it had, it was, like, really sexy, like, the coloring was great, and he had, like, there was one where the girl was really muscular, and, like, I don't usually see that, and that was really, that was some really good stuff. Hmm. Uh, Fujishima, the guy who did, uh, who does Oh My Goddess, uh, he draws. He used to draw some really pretty women, hmm. but the style, his style's gotten a little weird recently. Yeah, it's a oh my goddess. By the way, uh, I I have to recommend Flights of Fancy to everyone here because I love Flights of Fancy because it's one of the few times you have an anime theme song with a bagpipe that works. <laughs> oh well, uh, the theme to Escaflone, uh also has bagpipes that works. Hmm. Yeah. But the, actually, my favorite girl in All My Goddess is actually Skull in the one episode where she grows up. Oh, yeah. That, that is, she is, it, in my mind, it's between adult Skull and Erd. I love Hild. Hild's really good. I love her. But it's between Erd and adult Skull. Like, it just depends on, like, what mood I'm in. Mm. Yeah. Like, do I want the woman who wants sex all the time or the smart, sexy woman? <laughs> Can I have both? <laughs> and Bell Dandy. Eh, eh. Uh, what, what, what's the name of the other? Peroth. Uh, uh, Peroth, yeah. Yeah, because she has such a scandalous outfit. Well, yeah, I'm not really into Peroth. She's sort of annoying. Oh. I, I didn't really get into her. But I, I she's do... kind of funny. Yeah, she's funny, but it's just sort of like, eh. there's other, there's cuter girls over here. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> If you've got Erd and Scald over here, why would you go over to Pure? I don't understand. This makes no sense. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, it's uh, we have so many different sexy anime. Tenchi Muya. I yes. love Ryoko. Oh God, Ryoko yeah. is going old. Going old school. Yes, Ryoko. I've. Oh, I'm man. actually one of those weird people that prefer Ayaka. Don't kill me. No, no, that's fine. You you are welcome to your opinion, even if it is wrong. I, I only saw the OVA, and I liked Ayaka in the OVA. 
Yeah, I, well, yeah, she's actually comes off a lot better in the AVA, I'd say. In the TV series they did, the first one, she was sort of bitchy. And they sort of lost the, the whole harem thing halfway through in that. Yeah. But yeah, in the OAV, but I've always loved, I, I've always thought that Ryoko was the one for him because he, he seems to have this like special bond with her that he just doesn't seem to have with Ayaka. Like, and also the adventureness. And even though he's like, oh, I'm all, all hesitant, he still goes along with it. He yeah. loves her. And I'm going to fucking defend him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. No, who's, then, who's, who's the one uh, police character? Is it oh, Kione? Yeah, Kione, who was like, That's, yeah. Like yeah. Oh, I love Kione. I've always, like, I've always thought that one day Tenshi might just say, fuck, yeah. just go off with Kione. <laughs> she's my favorite. Yeah, she she's my second favorite. I'd have to say, and then Washu. Washu. Adult Washu. Yes. Oh, oh that reminds me. When for bringing up sexy female characters and harems, what do you all feel about Love Hina? Love Hina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Stayed away from it. Okay. Here's the thing. When I was working at GameStop, I wa- I read all 14 volumes of that. And I like I like Matsuko and Love Haina. Uh, Mutsuko, uh, what's her name? Mutsuki. Short yeah. Girl. yeah, the the big breasted girl. I liked her the best. The okay. same problem. The problem with that series was that he gave like he gave away the the winner at the beginning, like that's yeah. a sin that I don't like in harem anime when you. Give it away at the beginning. What I didn't it's, like about it was actually much more than that. It's uh, midway through the series. Uh, what's the name? Make, 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 I don't even remember. Uh, well, he, he disappears for like a volume and then comes back as like a Seda Jr. Because Seda was this uh, invincible man. And uh, he leaves with Seda for a year, comes back, and he's invincible. Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah. I remember that part. And I was yeah. like, I hate this now. It, well, it just sort of – okay, so – one, it was so, it was just sort of following the normal track, which, you know, I'm okay, I'm on board, this is a harem anime, I'm fine with that. But it, yeah, it got lazy at times, and the whole, he suddenly becomes awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were some parts about it I liked, but for the most part, yeah. But then he like suddenly becomes awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really. I haven't really liked many of his series. Like I read the um, one he wrote before that about the AI hey, love you. Yeah, and that wasn't particularly good either. Good yeah, either. or Nagima. I've only seen a little bit of. I don't. I heard that that turned more into a adventure anime rather than the harem yes. anime. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another harem anime that I like. Kenshin had a little bit of harem going on, but not really. Yeah, just a t- just a smidgen of that. Um, I can think of some reverse harems that I like because that's what's on my brain right now. But, um, but yeah, um, of course, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm blanking because you know when you're starting to tr- when you're trying to think of like series that you like and. The girls that you like, they're all in your head, and you're like, I can't think of their names. Oh, yeah. well, uh, oh, man, Amano, uh, the guy who did the, the stuff for uh, Final Fantasy, mm. his women, they weren't sexy, 
Well, they were kind of sexy in their own way. I mean, it was more like a Japanese painting kind of sexy. And I, I always did dig Celis from Final Fantasy VI. Like the way he Celis is, is one of the best. Uh, I also yeah. like T- Terra from Six as well. Oh, yeah. Terra's great. And Terra I love... has this great, like, delicate design. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. He, he, he just has really good character designs. And I was really sad when he didn't do, when he was taken off designing. I mean, I like, uh, I forgot what his name is. The guy who did Kingdom Hearts and all that. Uh, he doesn't really have as many sexy women. I'm trying to think of some video game women are sexy, and of course, Mai comes to mind. Mm. Chun Li. Of course. Of course. Um, ding dong. <laughs> that's my that's my internet going crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, actually, I'd like to talk about like what makes a character sexy. Of like, course. Yeah. I, I think I that. think because like, like I mean I'm thinking like what makes a character sexy, and I'm sort of like I know what I like, which is. I like long flowing hair. I the breast size doesn't really matter to me. Big is good, little is good. I, I think I think I think a curvature of the waist and hips yes. are vital in making a character look sexy. Exactly, but then, then again, I can say that straight hips can also be sexy in their own way. Like a tomboyish character can be That's sexy true. in their own way. Um, I prefer thicker thighs, like Chun Li and stuff like that, but. Thin can be good too. I mean, I'm thinking of like all the anime girls that have thin legs and like, oh man, thinking of sexy uh, anime girls, I just remembered uh, Uranus. Now there you go. There, she's not particularly feminine. She's very masculine looking, mm. but I think she's sexy because of that. Cause she's powerful, mm. you know, like she's just, she looks calm, collected. She's got the short hair, which lets you know that she's like, she's all business. And yeah. it, that, that kind of character I like too. Cause like King from King of Fighters looks like that too. Yeah. Yeah. But, King's whole backstory is she, she actually disguised herself as a man, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was something like that, but yeah, but a character like that, like I can go for a sexy woman who's just all business looking kind of, but not, you know, voluptuous, just very thin. And that, yes. that kind of character is great. But then there's like voluptuous characters like, oh, I even love, um, you know, wizards. Uh, the fairy girl that was like main character in that, she's just like, she's very plump, but she's just extremely sexy. She's got mm. thick thighs. She's got a bit of a belly, butt jiggles. She's just voluptuous and just wonderful. And the way she moves in wizards is just great. So I mean, yeah, like I, 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 I guess I like pretty much all body types. Like I can, I can find something sexy in all of them, and it's, and I think what it is is that when you're designing a character, you need to stay with what kind of character you set out to be. Like don't, like, there is something about like personality and the design sort of should mesh. Unless it's supposed to be jarring, and and I guess I'm just trying to say that, like, if you want a jubilant character, you might want to make her a little more voluptuous. Mm. If you want a serious character, you might want to make her more rail thin. Ah, yeah. And, and of course, there's always the uh, long hair, short hair thing. 
Yeah, and that that conveys a lot too. I mean, it conveys a lot about like what the character is like. His hair is especially the indicator because like long flowing hair is kind of feminine, sort of oh the beautiful maiden. But then yeah. short hair is like I'm rough and tumble and ready to go. Uh, but I have a soft side too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think a lot, really a lot with the character. You have to like get the personality and the like the design have to kind of mesh unless it's like one of those weird jarring characters like a totally cute character who will totally bash your head in. Yes. Which I which I kind of like too. Yes. Oh man, now I'm thinking of Project Aiko. And is Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very famous Aiko. female character designs there. Oh yeah, they're wonderful. That bat seems great in the yeah. first one. Um but yeah, um which of the Ecos were your favorite? Excuse me? Aco, Bico, or Seco? Mm, that's hard. Seco um, was the, the long haired one, right? Because I, I, I always got Bico and Seco mixed up. Bico is the one that uses armor. Seco's the cute one that's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get the those two mixed up. But Seco, uh, I think, oh man, because I like Seco because she's so adorable and cute. But then Biko is just just totally sexy, yeah. and Aiko is just great in her own way. But I'm going to have to go with Seiko. Ah. I'm going to have to go with the ultra-adorable one. I liked Aiko. I like Aiko, too. It's just... What, I, what's, really, what's really funny to me, though, and uh, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me, is around that same era of anime, pretty much every, every female character that has red hair looks alike in that era. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, each era, there's sort of like this generic look that the anime has, and it might actually just be due to, like, what designers are, are active at that time. Yeah, because, like, uh, the woman who did Kumiko, Kumiko Takahashi, the woman who did the character designs for Sailor... I think, wait, no, she worked on the Rumiko Takahashi stuff. Anyway, the person who did the character designs for Sailor Moon... There were there was a lot of stuff that looked like that at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and that I was associate the Sailor Moon look with like 1990, you know. Era. I never was really a big fan of Sailor Moon. It's uh, I talked about this in the last episode because yeah. when I was when I was a child, a young child, my sister forced me to watch Sailor Moon and I did not enjoy it. <laughs> uh, I liked it just because it was something like I lived in Japan as a child and oh. I think. Yeah, um, when I was a little girl, I'm, when I we, was uh, six, I moved to Japan, and I came back when I was eight, and of course, this is the early 90s, and of course, there's no anime to be found, unless you're much older and you can go to Camelot and buy it. Yeah, but everything yeah. everything is badly dubbed, or... Yeah, and yeah. so Sailor Moon being on the air was sort of like, great, because I remember watching things like Saint Seiya... Yes. and I watched Saint a Seiya before before it was bastardized with uh, with flock of eagles. <laughs> I love Saint Seiya. It was one of my favorite series. When I, was I, I know, but I I just have to keep bringing it up. Whenever someone says Saint Seiya, I have to bring up the fact that Cartoon Network just very recently, like three years ago, brought it on on their network and mm-hmm. renamed Knights of the Zodiac. gave gave uh, Andy Ran from Knights from uh, Flock of Seagulls as a theme song. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, and it was it, it a good time was not had by any. No, 
I, 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 I tried watching it again later, and I, I, I guess as a kid, not being able to understand it, and, well, actually, the series, that the part that I liked the best was when they were um, fighting around in the Norse god territory, and mm. I know that that was an original story, but that's the one I remember the most vividly, mm. and I really liked that, and, like, that really, that whole series just sort of, like, sold me on anime, mm. so that when I came back to the U.S., and there's no anime, I became, like, like obsessed with finding it. And Sailor Moon was just sort of like, Whoa, this is anime. Oh my God. It's it's, I can watch it again, but it was actually pretty good too, because it, um, it actually I was speaking like of, a- speaking of uh, sexy female characters. I have to bring up one thing about Sailor Moon and yeah. the dub. There's this, there's this character. I forgot the name of the character. That's a bad guy in Sailor Moon that in, in the Japanese version is a male. But oh, in, in the dub yeah. is a fe- is a female and actually disguised him herself as Sailor Moon in one episode. Oh, Zoisite, yeah, I think that was I think that was his name. Yeah, they, they yes. did that, and then later on, Machiru and Haruna being uh, cousins. cousins. Yeah, kissing cousins. cousins. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, but uh, speaking of stuff like that, it's a. Uh, you know, in in the sexy character subset, we have to bring up, of course, traps. Oh, love traps. Well, traps like uh, like I mentioned, Zoisite is a it's a trap. Yeah, Zoisite's and, a trap. Um, uh, Bridget's a trap. Love Bridget. Uh, oh man, Pr- oh man, I'm reading some trap manga right now. That's great. Prunus Girl. Oh God, I love Prunus Girl. Um, or, or what's this one I'm reading right now? I just found this one out. It's it's okay. It's called Ususki uh, Lily. It's okay. It's got like a cross-dressing boy, and then there's also uh, orange chocolate, which has uh, a cross-dressing boy in it too. Well, what's the name of that one series that the person who did All oh My Goddess did before All oh My Goddess that had a cross-dressing police officer? Oh, uh, you're under arrest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, but any cross any cross dressers, and I'm there. I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna watch this because, oh man, this is great. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Fushigi Yugi had a cross dresser. Uh, but oh man, there's so many so many great cross dressers. It's all a trap. Yes, I love traps. Traps are wonderful. Because like I remember Bridget, people were like, yep. "It's a trap." <laughs> yep. Oh God! Well, I just had it in my head. I just think uh, Maria Hollick was another trap. Yeah. Oh yeah, but traps are great. I love traps too. <laughs> um, and dick girls. Those are great too. Speaking of dicks, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. Oh man, there's so many good traps, and I'm just blanking. But uh, but Pruno's girl's great. I like the character design for uh for the trap in that one. <laughs> and uh, that's that's what we're going to call them now, traps. Yeah, we're going to call them traps. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No, we'll call them processors. We'll call them what they are. Sorry, I just got caught up on that name cuz I was just thinking of Bridget. That reminds me funny funniest scene in the All-Star Superman was the beginning where Jimmy Olsen dress walks in in a dress. Oh, that was wonderful. That was great. And then he's like, "Was oh, that for undercover?" What? <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows what Jimmy is doing. Because back in the Silver Age, Jimmy Olsen cross-dressed a lot. Yeah, yeah, he did. 
That, that's when he wasn't. That's when he wasn't being turned into a monster or a monkey or a Super, werewolf. Superdickery.com has lots of examples of weird Jimmy Olsen moments. Oh yes, or a giant oh. turtle. But that was that was a really great. Uh, that was a really great uh, trap moment. Yeah. Olsen. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, well, going back to my comic, uh, I guess I have people that ha- have been cross dressers in there. Yuki nope. and um, Loki and Thor, because okay. Loki. Uh, well, uh, there's actually a myth where uh, Loki and Thor. I forgot what they were having to do, but they had to like sneak in. So Loki had the brilliant idea: let's dress up like chicks. And Thor's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thor was a bit of a. You know. Yeah, and I, yeah, Thor, Thor's a bit of a stretch. So I was like wondering, well, maybe like, uh, maybe 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 Loki got a couple of beers in them first, or maybe maybe well well they were go- I think they were going into a hall, so that makes sense. The people inside were so buzzed they were thinking, damn that man that that woman looks sexy, and it's, it's Thor in a dress with his beard. Yes, it's uh, it's like yeah. sorority boys all over again. Yeah, sir. it's the original sorority boys. Yay! Yes. Yeah. So cross-dressing in Norse mythology, it's awesome. Oh, and also Loki dresses up like a giantess to, uh, to make sure that Balder wouldn't come back to life. Didn't uh, the, did Loki once give birth to a horse? Yeah, he turned himself into a mare. So he uh, he did some cross-dressing and cross-speciing or something. Yes. Yeah, so Loki, ultimate cross-dresser. Yes. Yes. And according to descriptions of him, he was very good-looking, so I, I, I look forward to drawing Loki in a human form at some point. You could always just, uh, you know, just have a brilliant, radiant shine that, you know, never mind <laughs> What, what, what? Brilliant shine? Brilliant radiant shine that blinds everyone to his beautiful face or something. Oh, yeah, This yeah, is yeah. so beautiful it cannot so be drawn. It cannot be drawn. No, yeah. that's no fun, because then I don't get to draw his face. Oh. I'll try. I'll try. I'll have a disclaimer. But it's a funny gag. I'll, yeah, yes. it'd be a funny gag, but I'm have, probably have, going to have a disclaimer down at the bottom. He is much hotter than I can ever draw him. Please, yes. please. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, is- right... So yes. it looks like we'll have at least a 90-minute episode tonight, Neil. Oh, yeah. Woo! So let's just wrap this up. Uh, we, we will definitely look forward to having Kitty Hawk on uh, on with us in the future. Kitty Hawk, would you like to be on our Blade Runner era of anime show featuring the irresponsible Captain Tyler? <laughs> yes. I would love Which we that. totally planned in advance anyway. Oh, oh, no, no, we totally didn't. We totally didn't. But yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, I would love to come back and talk about Tyler. I love Tyler. And I am going to watch the OAVs, even though I've been putting it off, because I I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> so uh, once again, we have uh, me, Ben, and we have Neil. Yes. And we have Kitty Hawk. Yes, and go visit my comic, sgvy.com, Sparkling Generation Valkyrie your one-stop shop for sexy fun. Yes, and we look forward to having you back here as well. Good night, everybody. Bye. We have some post-show notes here. After the show, we realized that we had forgotten many, many favorites of ours. 
Samus from Metroid, Naga the Serpent, Dr. Mrs. the Monarch, and many, many more. Believe me, folks, we know. We cursed ourselves after the show. We didn't name everyone that we wanted. I want to thank Kitty Hawk for being on the show. You can check out her awesome website at sgvy.com. I also want to thank some friends for getting word out about the show. Noelle Dreves, author of Danger Moth. You can find her on DrunkDuck.com. She's got a book coming out, very cheesecakey. And finally, I wanted to thank the guys from ThisWeekInGeek.net for having me on the show this past week. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Okay, we'll see you next week.